DJ Simulationistas, sup, with Dr. D, Dan Raymer, and Dr. J, Janice Palaganis, coming at you from the Center for Medical Simulation in Boston, Massachusetts. So buckle up your mannequin, and let's roll. Welcome, guys. It's nice to all be in the same room. Uh, This isn't normally how we do this. So I had an idea for today. Since you guys, last Saturday or the Saturday before now, the moment people are hearing this, went to an improv class, and we had been discussing maybe doing another Know Your Simulationista in the style of our very zeroth episode where we learned a little bit about Dan and Janice and played some games. And given that Janice was discussing in your debrief of the improv class how she felt that improv was really revealing about the, the person's soul and their humanity and such, I thought that we could maybe play some games. <laughs> Dan's looking like he's feeling unsafe. You look scared. I, I am scared. I have a fear of the unknown. I have not established a safe container or, or, or good rules of psychological safety for this exercise. It's okay, and, I like seeing Dan uncomfortable. And Dan is showing it in his facial expressions very clearly that I have not I have not accomplished that. This is great. <laughs> Fear is good, embrace it. It's a virtue. When it comes to Janice, I need a safe container. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay, and you guys are the improv experts. This is not something I have any expertise on. Just uh, uh, a word of caution. So improv refers only to comedy improvisation, and improvisation is the general term. And so in our workshop, we did a lot of dramatic improvisation. Mm. I just want you to know that so that when you say improv, I'm thinking comedy, and I'm not sure that you are. So that nobody asks me on Twitter and tells me that... Right. I'm, I'm wrong also, about my terminology. Right. Uh, also, but I might be thinking the wrong thing when you say because mm. I'm kind of going by the official term. Interesting. Okay. I came up with five sort of ideas based on things that I thought could be interesting or potentially funny. So funny's definitely on the table. And maybe we can we can discuss which ones you guys are interested in. We can pick the ones you like best. Actually, for not knowing. You, you want it blind? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. All right. We're, we're, we're an improvisation team. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm happy. Given that, you know, I, I heard your guys' discussion of the improv class. I heard sort of your thoughts on what was easier to do, what was harder to do. I thought I, thought I would design something that, based on that discussion, I thought might be easy to begin with. This is a, uh, I believe the technical term is a handle, called New Choice. And the way that this works is... I set up the scenario, you guys are the actors within it. You'll say something and I will just say new choice and whatever you said, you have to change to something different. So in this scenario, Janice is an ER nurse. Should be, I feel, an easy role for you to pop into. Dan is a patient who has come in to get treatment. Also an easy role to slip into. (laughs) And the way that it works is when I say new choice, you just change your previous line to something else. So for example, if I were Dan and I said, hey, you know, my, my knee really hurts, and I then said new choice, 
he would have to change that to, oh, it's, it's, my, it's my eye, I can't see, new choice, oh, I'm really having chest pain. If I decide I don't like what you said or I want to make you come up with ideas really quickly, that's sort of the, I think, the heart of this, this exercise is to make you iterate through ideas very quickly. Okay. So in our improv workshop, we couldn't use each other's real names. Are we supposed to in this one? Because we're supposed to really play ourselves in the setting? I, I am so curious to hear what, what the reasoning was behind that, if you got it. So in, in any acting, you're trying to take on a character and trying to feel like that character and think like that character and be that character. If you use your own name, it's confusing. Hmm. So Great. Uh, so that was uh, the rationale that you gave. Should we it? be ourselves, though, for this? Point? No, be someone else. I, I think if, someone else? if the expert has said be someone else, I would say be right. someone else. I'm just going to call you D. Duke. Duke. All right. It's so, a dog's name. That's my problem. All right, so again. Smile at a dog. Well, uh, once again, Janice, you're an ER nurse, and Dan has just come through the, the sliding doors, um, and he's approaching you to tell you about a problem he's having. Nurse, nurse. Hi, I'm Cindy. I'm your nurse. I'm Duke Drake, and uh, I've come here to the emergency room because I have a fungus infection between my toes. New choice. I have been getting these headaches, but uh -huh. only when I stay awake for three days. New choice. I find that I wake up in the morning and I'm really tired. Okay. I'm a, supposed to be a morning person. I have to open my bakery shop. New choice. When I come into the police station. New choice. Being an airline pilot, I find that if I show up late for the flight, they're going to blame me. Great. We're going to put you into this room. It does have some padded walls. And I'm sorry, there's no bed in this. And we do lock the door. I don't have a problem with that because it reminds me of my apartment. New choice. I've been living in a motel. I would prefer little bars of soap and uh, little bottles of shampoo if you could provide them. We can definitely give you that. We can also give you some hospital socks. Do they and have belongings hole? bags? Do they have like. holes in them? Um, they have little skid grids so that you don't slip and fall. New choice. They go all the way up to your shin. They do keep you quite warm. I've been worried that I have a venereal disease. New choice. You know, I had surgery last week. I'm feeling pain around the incision site. Mm -hmm. and, and and look at it. It it's kind of Green. Oh, oh yeah, I see that. There's that liquid coming has, out. Has it always smelled this way? Well, not the first day, but about the third day it started to smell. Uh, Mr. Drake, I need I to ask you. I thought it was you, my socks. When was the last time you had a bowel movement? New choice. When was the last time you urinated? That's a very personal question. Are you having trouble urinating? Also a very personal question. Well, right now I'm not urinating. Do you consider that trouble? Well, it's interesting because it seems to be coming out of your wound. Oh, that's funny because it's in my neck. Um, well, sometimes your bag can leak. I know it seems like it's coming out of your neck, but it's actually flowing down. Uh, I, Mr. Drake, I need to ask, do you know when you're urinating? Yeah, it's always a Thursday. I think I know where to assign you in the emergency department. Uh-huh. The cardiac unit? <laughs> We're going to put you in the psych pod. New choice. 
hypochondriac one? I'm not a hypochondriac. I'm a simulationista. All right, let's see. <laughs> I'm sure we can edit that to something concise. Ridiculous. People would be offended. Nice work. All right, so the next handle, this one is called Status Disaster. The way that this works is, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna help out with this one. Um, so I'm a patient who's come in. I would like for one of you to be a doctor in the room and one of you to be a med student. Do you have a preference for who is which? You've got that experienced voice. You be the doctor. Okay. Okay, so the way that this works is, uh, Dan, you're the doctor. Janice, you're the med student. And I am the patient. And basically, Dan, you're going to ask Janice to do things for you, like, you know, go get me this. Can, can you see about this? Can you ask them this? And Janice, every time he asks you something, uh, you have to block him. You have to give him a reason why you can't do that. Okay. And those reasons are meant to continue to escalate. Okay. 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 Mr. Levine. So, uh, uh, what brings you to our office here today? I wanted to get this, this sort of thing on the back of my neck checked out. Yeah, because I, I don't own a mirror, so I can't see the back of my head, and I was concerned that there might be something there. Uh-huh. Well, we can get you a mirror so that you can see what we're doing. Um. Uh, Lorelai, can you get us a mirror? I always tell medical students this, it's really important for the patient to be able to see what we're doing. Uh, as opposed to just tell them what we're doing, it gives a lot of patients, gives them a lot of confidence. So could you get us a mirror? Well, I was just with the resource nurse uh, stocking, and I didn't see anything with mirrors in the uh, supply room, so I, I'm not sure there are mirrors here. Yeah, would you, than... just, would you just go ask her? Well, she stepped out for lunch, so. So the whole office is empty. Ask Bernice at the front desk to find us a mirror. She probably has one. Which she's one's always, Bernice? She's always doing her hair. Is she the shorter? The shorter, cherubic-looking young woman that sits at the front desk. And, oh, I was and thinking of the short, skinny one. Who's the cherubic-looking? Bernice. I, I don't think I know who Bernice is. Well, go to the front desk. There are only two of them there. There's Linda, the skinny one, and Bernice, the cherubic one. Okay. And if you could just ask them both to give you a mirror, I'm sure that they have a mirror in their pocketbook if we don't have a mirror in stock, in the stock room. So, so, so run along. I'm here with my sterile field right now. Did you want me to break this? Like, I feel like I can't leave my sterile field. Lorelai, we haven't even looked at his growth. We don't know that we're... Why did you open up a kit? You know, I really don't even think he needs a mirror because it really looks like a tick. On the back of his neck? Yes. Have you looked at it with a a magnifying glass? It's right there. You don't see it. It's very easy to mistake a mole and a tick. So could you please get the magnifying glass and so we can examine this thing The magnifying glass is in room three being used right now. 
Could you go in there and uh, ask them if they're done with it? It's actually a pelvic exam, so I think that would be violating the patient's privacy if I were to just randomly walk in. Plus, you know, I'm, I am worried about biohazardness of using that same magnifying glass. Why are they using a magnifying glass for a pelvic exam? <laughs> so why don't you go in there and take the magnifying glass? Dr. D, I really don't think you need a magnifying glass. Are you questioning my eyesight? I can see perfectly fine. Also, then you should be able to see the legs. They're moving. Okay. It's a tick. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to get a Bunsen burner and heat up an instrument. And I'll show you an old trick I learned as a Boy Scout. Mm -hmm. If you heat up an instrument and touch the tick, it will back itself out, and we can then take That's it so and put it in a vial so that we can send it That's to the lab. a really great idea. Yes, could you find us a Bunsen burner? I'm really uncomfortable, and I, I think this is a safety issue. I knew Dr. Bunsen. He taught me how to use his burner Didn't when he invented he it. Didn't he die in 1910? He died a long time ago in a fire. Has fires, fire safety, when they've done the review, have they gone in your office? Because I'm sure that's a violation of the fire code. Not when you have a medical student who is standing there with a fire extinguisher. Would you please get a Bunsen burner and a fire extinguisher? I can get the fire extinguisher. I don't think I can get the Bunsen burner. Could you? Uh, go into my lab coat hanging on the door there. Mm -hmm. I think you'll find a big lighter and we can use a big lighter instead of a Bunsen burner. Oh my god, the tick! It's on you! Uh, Don't move! Don't move! Could you? I have a Bunsen burner. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. The tick was good. <laughs> what do you guys think? How are you feeling? That was fun. So thanks everybody for uh, listening along with a little bit of improv. I think we might have learned a little bit about the uh, tortured psyches of our, our DJ simulationistas, Dan and Janice. What do you guys think? Twisted. Just his. He's just twisted. Uh, torture is an appropriate word to use. Thanks everybody for listening and, and putting up with uh, observing improvisation. I know that can be painful. Uh, hopefully we will... See you next time. Have a good one. DJ Simulationistas, sup, is brought to you by the Center for Medical Simulation. Find out more about CMS and learn about our simulation instructor training and course offerings at www.harvardmedsim.org. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.